The views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individual and not of the host. Your radio, Tony, Rodney, Darren, what it is. All had problems, now we got the solutions to handle our bees. Press and stress the problems ahead so we can work it out. Because I've grown up from boys to men, I know I'm shutting my mouth. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Show. My name is Tony. I'll be your host along with my co-host Rotten. I really <laughs> don't know it? if we're going to be blessed. I really <laughs> don't know if Darren <laughs> is going to grace us with his presence this evening because they are in a far, far place called Sandals. Oh my God! And they're going to run out, right, and they're going to run out of a uh, uh, film on their phone. Because they've been taking pictures every hour. <laughs> <laughs> when is he coming back? When is he coming back? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I oh. think it's like um, five days or something from now. Right. What? Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they, yeah, I, I, five I, yeah, days from now? They've been was, gone for five I, days. Have they? I thought they've been gone for like two days. Maybe. It seems, maybe it's all the pictures they've been posting. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. You would think they've never been nowhere. You would think they never been nowhere. But anyway, if they call in, if he calls in, him and Ike, that would be a good thing. We will love to have them. Um, yeah. Tonight's rules, uh, no profanity. I guess that's it. And uh, we may agree to disagree. Tonight's topic happens to be love market value. Now, Rock, you know, I looked at that list that you gave me today. And yeah. this is the one that jumped out, you know, our topic list. Those who don't know, oh, we have a topic list whenever we are not, whenever we are unprepared to uh, <laughs> moderate, <laughs> we pull out the topic list. Yeah. <laughs> you no know, and, you know, um, but this one, this one is really interesting. The love market value, because I don't know if that's something that, that we think about when we're courting, when we're thinking about settling down with somebody you know, how much value are they going to add to my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or ask the other question, how much value are they going to subtract from my life? You know what I'm saying? And right, 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 right. You know, I think we find that out as we go along, you know, because, you know, people got their they good face on most of the time, you know, and they come into a situation looking like loads of value, Right. Um, but is it is it is it Rodney? Um, is it something where it's like we talk about questions that you ask people before you get into a relationship? Like, how's your credit? Is that along the lines of you know adding value? You know, like uh, 
I don't know how long you've been on your job. <laughs> when, Absolutely. When you I hear mean, it, I mean, okay, right. Go ahead. I mean, the, the bottom line is that when you out there playing the field and you settle down, you're applying a quote-unquote economic concept, you know, because like you said, I mean, choosing a mate is a calculation that, the, you know, is a cost-benefit analysis. You know, is this going to improve my life? Is this going to improve my value in life? Or is it going to decrease? So, you know, or the opposite end of the spectrum of that is that you settle, you know? Right. And right. and right. maybe we'll get to this later. Maybe this is too early for this, but can settling be a smart strategy? You know, because now you, you've done real estate, right? You know, you, you've dabbled in real estate. Mortgages. Mortgages. Lending. Yeah, mortgages, mortgages. Right. So you know a little right, bit right, about right. the field or whatever. I know a little bit about the field of my, my industry or whatever. Just a little bit. Just a tad. Not really. You probably know more than me. But, right. you know, there are cases where if you're searching for a dream home. And, right. you know, maybe you find a dream home, but it's a little bit, you know, out of your price range or, you know, it's just, it's just. It's just something about it that you can't you you can't attain it, so you end up settling for another home, but it's not your dream right. home. So, wow. and, and like I say, you know, we may get into this later, where settling can actually be a smart strategy. Right, right, right. Can, right. can, I, ask, can wow. I ask a question though? Can I ask go a ahead, question brother. real quick? Yeah. Go okay, ahead. we talk about. Okay, I'm going to throw, okay, you're talking about settling, right? Now, yeah. when we talk about settling, now, see, people talk about, you know, because the, the love, the love of your life and the one and all this other stuff. Now, settling, to me, I don't think it exists because, for instance, I might be in a place, say I'm, say I'm in D.C., I might be here, I might meet somebody here, and that, could, that relationship can work for a couple of years, right? And it, we do, we build and this, that, and the third, and say I move on to another state. Now, me settling, me partner, she doesn't have to go with me. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times we talk about love and relationships. Sometimes relationships run its course. Sometimes I believe relationships don't last forever. It has a purpose. It has a, a, a you build whatever with this person for a particular, a particular time, and you move on. I don't think you settle, but I just think, you know, you just, it's a tool. I think love in a relationship is just a tool. And that's what I think about it. If that makes mm, sense. I'll just, yeah, it makes sense, but I'll disagree. Um, I disagree too. You know, because, you know, settling essentially means you're accepting significantly less than what you want because you don't think you can get what you want from that person or, or right. you know, so I mean, that that that's settling. I think you were, Looking at it where uh, geographically, maybe time constraints, but, you know, settling is you have a pool of applicants, you know, a pool of uh, ladies, if you will, to choose from. And, you know, maybe what you want is not out there, you know, and, and I've heard I've heard some single men, you know, who are, who are true blue single guys and not married like us old married guys. But, you know, they say that. That woman, that traditional family-oriented woman that cooks and cleans, like that woman, like 
maybe she's out there, but maybe they're not attracted to her, or they it's it's just it's just hard for them to find a match that that number one they're attracted to, and then number two that she's traditional in the fact in the fact that she cooks and cleans and does those things that your mama used to do, you know, does right. or used to do when you were growing up. So that's right, that's right, the right. concept of settling is like you you like you know what the lady that you know does things like my mom did and she's attractive is not available so you're going to compromise and take one or the other maybe she's not as attractive as you would like her to be or you know she's attractive but she doesn't do those traditional things in the household like you would want her to if that makes any sense right 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 so I've got another example of settling, and I'm seeing this far too often now. Right. Hey, guess what? I'm doing that right now. Sorry. I had to get you off. I'm doing that right now. I'm settling right, right, right now. With, right, with, with older women, 40s and 50s. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is they had certain standards back in the day when they was fine and young. Right, the guy had to have this. He had to have that. He had to live here. He had to wear this. He had to smell like this. You know what I mean? And sometimes that window passed because all those those requirements couldn't be met. Right. So now the clock is ticking. So you got women forty five years old and up. You know they have to throw away those standards most of the time or be single forever. I mean, it's what it is. You know. Men yeah. can kind of can we can figure it out, you know what I mean? We can figure it out because we don't normally have that many requirements as they do, you know. So now they're feeling is like, yeah, you know, I, I used to want a doctor or a baller. Now I gotta date the bus driver. I gotta mm. date the guy that's just that's employed. He may not right. be gainfully. Well, bus drivers are gainfully employed, but you know, he may not be balling, but. I gotta figure it out now how to be normal, how to figure something out, how to be with somebody that's not, you know, my like you said, my dream man. But I'm gonna settle and I gotta dumb it down a little bit just so I won't be alone. You know, so I think the fear of being lonely makes people settle. But I could be wrong. But okay, but here's the thing though. Now and okay, so say the bus driver, say he's a say you're a bus driver, but what if I have a billion dollar dream, and I'm chasing that dream. So in actuality, <laughs> real. Think about it, because every man's good for it. Every man has a dream. Let's be honest. Every man has a dream, right? So we might be, we might have a career, but every man has a vision. Every man has a purpose. So the thing is, in actuality, cool. I'm sitting here driving the school bus all day, cool. But in the back of my mind, I'm moving. I have, I have my vision set on something much further. Now the thing is to her is do you want to work with me to to uh to go towards this goal or do you want the do you want the long ball or the short ball? Which one do you want? Do you want to go for you try to go for the grand slam or you trying to you know what I'm saying, you just trying to get on base. We're gonna work we're gonna work these bases out and we're gonna keep moving like that. So yeah, something like that. <laughs> She's still settling though. She's still settling. Cause present day, you're driving a bus and she's looking for a baller. You see what I'm saying? Her whole family was, sometimes, they, they, you know, they, they bred into, you know, find this professional, super wealthy dude. 
right? But again, that they missed the bus, <laughs> you know. So now they actually really have <laughs> to find somebody that they missed the bus. So they got to find somebody that that's normal, like an everyday working dude like us. You know what I'm saying? So they they're selling, even though you may have dreams and you may you know sell her on those dreams, and that's why she chose you over someone driving the train. You know, because maybe the dude driving it, and, and there's nothing against those because those are great jobs. They make a lot of money. I'm just using that as a contrast yeah. between that and, and a baller and someone that's, you know, making a whole lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's very, you know, so, you know, they're still settled. You know. But, okay, bro, let's be honest. You're talking about, okay, so in, your, in this female's mind, you aspire to get Bill Gates, but you settle for jerome that drives the bus like how does that work how do you aim that high but you don't first of all you don't look nowhere near bill gates level you don't look 74 billion dollars no 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 no. you look like the dude you look like brother at mcdonald's because you know your body is not uh, your face is uh, you know some of y'all 40 50 let's be honest it's not you ain't it, it ain't tight like it used to be so I don't understand how you want a Denzel Washington at forty and fifty, but I settle for the bus driver. That's correct. Okay, so so you ever been to a basketball game? You've been to a basketball game, right? Any basketball? Yes, game? I have. Yeah. Okay, right, right. Last time I went to the basketball game, it was here in D.C. and the Knicks were playing, and um, and you know that's my team. Um, hate oh God! I mean, I'm I was from New York. They coming back. They coming back. They're coming back. All right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, you know, <laughs> I like other teams, but being from New York, I've always been a Knicks fan. I mean, again, you know, the love-hate relationship. But anyway, I, I, you know, I see, I saw this one girl, right, that I recognized from the last time I went to the game, which was years ago, in the same position, meaning up close, you know what I mean, hanging around waiting for the ballers. The same chick. And it's years back. I'm talking maybe 10 years ago, right? So she's still in that thing. And I'm just using this one as an example, right? Evidently, she ain't get her baller yet because she's still in position trying to find it. What <laughs> happens to that girl? What happens to her 10 years from now when that dream never worked out? The baller bus left the building. And now there's younger ones, fatter ones, tighter ones, and probably even smarter ones out there that she's competing against. And now she can't get those balls. Who does she end up with if she don't end up by herself? Just think about it. She might end up by herself. Or? Or she get ran out of all. Right, 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 right. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So the options are, 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 are dwindling away. So she got to settle for something else. Is the point I'm trying to make. She got to settle for something else. You know what I mean? And it's it, 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 it's a hard pill to swallow, but you know, you got to flip a coin at some point and say, okay, let me go for somebody more realistic, or I'm gonna shoot for the fences every time. Yeah. So I mean, that's all I got on that. But you know, it's very interesting when you look at it that way. And I think guys also, you know, we 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 settle. 
you know, um, and we see it all the time. When you see a dude that's attractive, handsome dude, but the chick he with don't match. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to put nobody out there, but it just doesn't match. You know, I'm not talking about on the high side. I'm talking about on the low side. You know, and then, you know, they always defend it. Yeah, but, you know, she got a great personality. Oh, yeah, she got a good job. Well, you know, you're making up excuses for the decision that you made. You know, so I think there's 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 settling on both sides. But it can be detrimental, Rodney, in the long run when you do that. Well, well how about this? See, well, see, I think, see, now today's day and age, see, brothers is traveling now. See, the thing right. is, maybe maybe 20 years ago, yeah, I, yeah, you'd be right. But now, even 10 years ago, Brothers are starting to step foot outside the United States now. So now brothers right. are seeing what else is really out there. And you know what I'm saying? Brothers right. ain't really tripping no more because, listen, they jokers is heading. I got a million dudes heading down to Brazil. I got a lot of dudes heading down to Brazil, Argentina, Costa Rica. I don't know what's going on in the Dominican Republic right now. But, I mean, people, right. brothers are traveling. So all this settling stuff, that doesn't, in 2019, and that's it's, it's kind of it's, that's a little wishy washy. That's what I'm saying. A little wishy washy. Things have changed for the men. Now for the women, it's getting it's getting bad right now for the sisters. I ain't gonna lie. It's getting it very is, it bad. Is, it, is, it is. It is. So, it is. But yeah. but but good. I'm glad you brought that up. So the men, believe it or not, that are traveling abroad are settling too. They're settling too. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, you got to go out your com- country to get some booty. You settle up for something. You are. No, 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 no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the whole Ain't No, no, no. If you got to listen, the thing is, you go out of the country to look for better options. You're not settling. You're looking for better right, options. Right, right, right. Settling, you'll be right. like, okay, oh, Keisha down the street, that's settling. Uh, right. Maria in Brazil, nah, bro. First of all, you got to pay thousands of dollars to go to a different country to find somebody. Right. Bro, that's not settling. Keisha down the street. Suddenly. Yeah, but what are the uh, stories? Uh, but, but 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 what are the stories you hear when they come back about those girls in Brazil and Costa Rica? Because all the ones I hear is that you can get you can get whatever you want for a hundred dollars. You probably keep them for the whole week. I mean, right. that's what I hear. That's Not what all, all day long. I mean, I'm just saying, how many of them come back with a wife? I quite mm. a, I know quite Any a few. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and, 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 and yeah, and Maria is better than Keisha, and she giving it. Yeah, she she yes. she, she getting she getting broke off a hundred to spend a week with you. Yeah, bruh, brothers are paying. You're not. You get you're finding a better okay. option. You go listen. You can go for the Honda Civic in America, or you can go for the S Class AMG in Brazil. That's all I'm saying. But how many miles that S Class got on it though? Right, right. What's her love value? What can she right. do for you in ten years, other than, you know, top you off whenever you need it? Hopefully, <laughs> and hopefully, don't don't invite your boys over for a cookout. I'm no, just saying, don't invite your boys over house for the cookout. Because she might the brothers. Probably... No, 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 no. You're talking about the Philippines. Like I said, I was overseas for for six years, so I know the Philippines. In that whole Asian area, yeah, that that type of thing is happening in the Asian area, brother. Down in South America, brother, that's not happening, brother. Listen, I'm, I'm brother, it's not happening in South no. America. It is definitely no. happening in South America. 
You crazy? Bring one of them home. Bring one of them professionals home. See what happens. <laughs> they bought that dollar, dude. Listen, they love okay. They bought that you dollar. You gonna make me call one of? Okay. I got text text them, bro. One of my buddies got a wife. One of my buddies got a wife from the Philippines, and she don't get down like that. She's his wife only. You know what I mean? So not the Philippines. I'm just talking about Costa Rica. I hear all the time, man, about the trips these brothers taking, and they getting it done, but they ain't bringing them home. They going back to their wives. You know what I mean? So you got to ask yourself, you know, like the topic, love market value. Somebody like that, what kind of value is she ever going to add to your life? Okay, so let me ask you a question. So the love, okay, sure. so the love, say, let's, let's take America. Where are you from? Where are we right. in the DMV? Right. Cool. So the love market DMV. value in the DMV, what, 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 what is that value? What does that value look like here in the DMV? We're here in the DMV, so what does the love market value? Is it valuable here? Right. What you're seeing is it valuable here? Is, is there a lot of value in the love market here in the DMV? What do you say? Okay. All right. All right. So, so let's talk about between here and Brazil. Let's 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 use those comparisons, right? So, I could date a woman here that might make a buck and a half, and I have her own house, have her own car, have her own investment, have her own everything. Right, she could definitely add value to my to my situation. Right, when you go to Brazil looking for that that woman, you'll never meet her because she ain't gonna be in the places that you're gonna go. And the dude that caked up like that already got her. You feel what I'm saying? It's gonna be out of your reach somewhere else. But here it may be in your reach, right? Because you're from here, and again, there's so many of them. I just don't think that there's that many women that are really that can really add value to your life over there. Unless you settle and take someone working at a minimal job that's fine as hell. But you still settle in the end of the day. But I don't know how much value she can add to your life other than sexing you, doing dishes and, you know, all that kind of housework. <laughs> and cooking and cleaning. And cooking and cleaning. <laughs> that's it. Okay, that's it. so she can't be like, let's go buy she she ain't gonna tell you, yo, let's go buy a ten flips in Baltimore, you know what I mean, and put some renters in it, and then take the money from that and go buy ten more. So you ain't gonna have that kind of conversation with her, like 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 you have with one of these women here. But okay, okay, most, let's be most of them are already doing it. Okay, okay let's be realistic though. How how many how many women do you know? Because I don't. I've dated quite a few before I got married, bro. I don't know quite a a, a lot of women having that conversation here in America. I don't, I don't, that's not, that's not, that's, that's something that I would do. That's something you would do. Maybe Rodney would do. But I don't hear a lot of women saying, hey, I'm about to go to Baltimore, gut it out, and this whole street, but I'm about to, I don't hear that. That That's not a conversation. More of a, hey, bags and shoes and, and trips. <laughs> yeah, I hear that conversation. But building something, nah, bro, you don't hear that conversation here in America. I'm just being honest. Trips to Miami. Yeah, <laughs> Bahamas and Jamaica, building something? Nah, bro. That's right, 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 right. It's right, not going to happen. Right, right. right. You're going to hear that in Brazil, though? What are your chances of hearing it here or there? What are your chances better at hearing it? I, that's, that's, once again, that's that's apples and oranges. I mean, I can, like I said, I mean, first of all, I have not been there personally to say A, a B, or C. I, I don't know. 
You know what I'm saying? To me right. personally, from what I've heard from brothers being down there, Brazil's a whole different it's a whole different dynamic of women. I'm hearing right. it's like it's not even as far as value, as far as money wise, of course it's always gonna be the United States. The United States is I mean, we're pretty much beating a whole bunch of other countries. I mean, black people alone, we shutting it down by ourselves. And you know what I'm saying? Right. Based off of money. I'm just saying off of love value. I'm talking about somebody that's gonna cherish, submit to you, somebody that's going to listen to what you have to say. I think that I think uh Brazil is winning in that uh that aspect of the person. Okay, mm. so 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 you're saying America is winning financially as far as as far as per capita per household or per professional versus over there. Oh yeah, so, yeah, hands down. Hands down. Hands down. Hands okay, down. so you say hands down. So but the population over here is made up of successful men and women. Not just not just men. So even if they're not having this conversation, even if you haven't heard anybody talk about investing their money in the stock market or real estate or whatever, you do know that there are very successful women in America. For a fact. Because you no, just no, said no, no. over here, right, 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 right. So what are the chances, though? Because you didn't make that analogy in Brazil. Right. Like, I just came back from Puerto Rico. Like, I just came back from Puerto Rico. And I stayed there for a while, and I, the, the argument still stands, right? I couldn't go there and find a woman that could do more than mine is going to do for me here. I just didn't see it. You know what I mean? And if they were there, they I just didn't. I wasn't in their circle. You know what I mean? They were somewhere else, you know, even when I went to Cuba, especially Cuba. There was no way I could take a woman from there and bring her back here and she could add value because just way, the way they live is so much different, and their standards are so much different. It's not as bad because you can't miss what you never had. You feel what I'm saying? But it's just different than where, than, than, than here. You know, now I got we'll a value situation, right? Right. Now I got we'll a value situation here. You could – I mean, you could potentially – you know, scoop one of them up and bring them here. And, and when we talk about external value, like right. that dream home, man, she bad to y'all, man, you know. Right. Right. But right. You, you buy the dream home and you go in and it's it's got holes in the wall. The, the toilet don't work. You know, it's like right. it's, it, it's, it was a foreclosure. You know, pretty much. Right. It's damaged on the inside. Right. A whole bunch of right. stuff broken. But on the outside, right. you know, it's brick. You know, the grass is manicured. But you open the door and right. it's like, it's a, it's a lot of work right. in here. Right. And Rodney, that not only that, but then it turns into a money pit. Because <laughs> remember, Boom. there's no value being added. Now you you right. you you paying to 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 fix stuff that should already be mm-hmm. fixed. You're paying the correct stuff that should already be corrected. You feel what I'm saying? You're dealing with you playing damage control more than you're getting ahead <laughs> with that house. Right. And then you figure right. out how can I unload it at this point and just try to walk <laughs> away with my shirt. <laughs> wow. I just want to unload it. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, yeah. again. And I'm not saying that the women here are all that, but I just think that 
the opportunities for them adding long-term value for you are better than those brothers. I mean, because, I mean, we have pretty women here in the U.S. We do. Yep. Absolutely. We got those same women in the U.S. You don't believe me, go to Miami tomorrow, and you'd be like, wow, I ain't had to leave the U.S. to see this. You know, there's certain places you can go and you'd be like, wow. You feel what I'm saying? And that you can probably get some value. But when those brothers are going there, they're going for one thing. They're not going to find value on a woman. That's the last thing they want, I believe. Mm. Hey, ho, have any of y'all ever seen this show called 90 Day Fiance? Yeah. Say that again? Oh, 90, 90 Day, Day Fiance. Fiance. Yo, go yeah. watch that mess. Holy cow. What? <laughs> These dudes be selling. Oh, man, one dude just set up for United States for chicken. Like, oh, my God. I could, look, man, go watch that. 90 Day Fiance. 90 Days? Hold on, I got to write that down. 90, 90 Day, day Fiance. Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Right, yeah. I know yeah, I know a lot yeah. of people that watch it. I've never watched it, but I get the concept and everything, but yeah, it it's it's wild. It looks wild. It looks wild. Right, 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 right. So let me ask this one question, you know. Do we ever do like a self evaluation when dating someone or thinking about getting someone about how much value we can add to her life? <laughs> I mean men are I mean to be honest. Men, as men, don't. men, yeah, that's a must. You have to. I think every man has. I mean, you you wouldn't go to a relationship just be like, oh, you know, uh, herky jerky. Like, I you got to add something. Listen, first of all, if you don't add anything, normally a good woman, just valuable woman, you talking about, she's not going to accept you, bro. <laughs> okay, you had you just coming to me with just this with the foot long and that's it. Nah, that's yeah, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, 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 right. But to your it, question, I, I, get think, I, I don't think most guys think that way. Uh-uh. I mean, I think you're uh-uh. right that you should, but most guys are like, you know, what do you bring to the table more, you right, know, more right, so right. than, and the way the scales are unbalanced these days is that, unfortunately, you know, the guy don't have to bring that much to the table compared to women. Right. You know, women out here, they got they got to compete. Like they gotta be right. pretty, they gotta be working, they gotta know how to cook and clean, they gotta know how to put it down in the bedroom. Like they, you know, you can't be lacking if you're a woman out here. But a man, you know, he can, you know, not be that ambitious on his career, and you know, he can not check a few of those boxes and still get by. Right, right, right. I I really agree with you, Ronnie. I think that we're arrogant when it comes to that. You know what I mean? As men, we're like, now nah, we ain't got to, you know, what's she bringing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it might be a numbers game. You know, I mean, there's a lot of lonely dudes out here, too, that that fall victim to the, you know, you're, you're as only good as your options. You know what I'm saying? There's only good as, you know, if you can get a woman, then, you know, that's all you got. And, you know, but, again, I think that we don't think about adding value. We don't. And then by the time they get found out, it's a tragedy. Because they talk trash. The women are trash. <laughs> they talk trash about you, brother. Like, oh, my goodness. It's crazy. But hold up. But, you know? but hold up. But check this out, though. Because yeah, that woman going to talk. But, dude, she going to talk. That one woman going to talk trash about you. But them other seven, right. 
ain't. Because I, I listen, it's getting to a point now. Because everything is flipped. Listen, everything is flipped on side upside down now. Because before, back in the fifties, sixties, yeah, brother used to go out there. Listen, we used, brother used to get it. Yo, know, your grandfather, right. my father, and all that. Listen, they had to hustle to get that number. Hey, sister. Hey, sister. What's going on, sister? Hey, hey, hey. You know, sister goes, mm, mm, walking on by. Listen, you could just, I could look your way and get four y'all. It, it, bro, it's, mm. come on, man. Wow. It's, it's not They're that poor. hard. What? <laughs> Yeah. Think it's again. Any one of y'all, anybody, listen, any one of y'all can go to a club, party, cabaret right now and look at a group of girls. I guarantee you, out of five, six, you're going to at least get three of them. It's that easy, bro. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's not, that's never been an issue. But the issue is the one that's going to rise to the top while you would have. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the jump-offs will always be plentiful, period, because that's what they are, jump-offs, and they in those places. Not so much the cabarets, because, you know, I think people that don't normally get out and they get invited to a cabaret, family event, they go. But the clubs, you got to be real careful with the clubs, right, because all the glitters is not gold in the clubs. You know what I mean? And you may waste a lot of money and a lot of time dealing with one of them chicks and stuff, find out she adds no value to your life. You know, but again, you got to figure out. And I don't know what a good place to go and find a woman with value. I don't know. I just think that that woman comes along, right, Rodney? I think oh, you shit. may meet her at work, or you might oh, meet shit. her at church. And you, overseas, <laughs> overseas. Right. You said overseas in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on right, paper, right. you would meet that woman. You would on paper. You know, ideally, you would meet that woman at church. On paper. You know, I think they're the worst. I think they're the worst. Right. I think they are right. the worst. How? 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 Oh, my. Bro. 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 Tell them. Tell them. Listen. Him. Listen. I'm going to help you. Let, go. No, you. The thing, bro. <laughs> bro, don't get me wrong. Just because you're sitting in the house of the Lord. <laughs> bro, are you serious? Listen, women go to church to find brothers. Are you serious? Right. Right. That's true. Right. They're not coming here no word and singing no choir. Listen, that's just, listen, I'm, listen, all these, some of these big churches, bro, I see some of the, some rub shakers. I'm like, sister, what in the world? Huh? <laughs> Stop <laughs> playing, <laughs> Rodney. Stop <laughs> playing. <laughs> right. Right. So, so, Rodney, you are in a position, I call it in golf, position A. Right. What is that? You, you, <laughs> position A is you couldn't have hit the ball in a better spot than that spot. It's just oh, the the, the, like the right spot. Right. So, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is you got married young. You yes. met your wife when you were young. Yes. You took her off the market before she could get broken. Before she had yes. any drama, any mommy, daddy, ex boyfriend ex-girlfriend, any kind of issues that would have made her uh, a challenge to, to you. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. to back up what the brother's just saying, we all know that the church is called the hospital for sinners. And a lot of times people go there because they need to find direction, which is good because I do it. We all do it. Um, but a lot of broken sisters are in church, right? And they're looking for that godly man 
they're looking for, or they're just looking for a date, like the brother said, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's a little more difficult now when you're up in the age to find someone that hasn't been through it, you know, because there's blowback to you once you sign up to deal with it. So can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the places in, in America, let's let's be honest, is the love market value in America, is what, what, what grade will we give it? It's like a one to ten. The love market value just in America, the places y'all been to, the love market value, what, what do y'all, from one to ten scale, what, what, what would y'all grade uh, the places you've been to in this country? Hmm. It's low, brother. It's low. Wherever I've been, it's low. Well, like places you've been, like what? Like give me, give me. I need give me more. Give me more, like places. like like. Okay, so because like I said, everybody's different. Like you, like I'm from New York. Seahawk, you from New York? So New York is going to be different from Georgia, and Georgia is going to be different right. from Texas, and Texas is going to be different from California. Right. I'm just saying right, right, the right. love market value just as a mixing bowl. Put it all together, the places you've been to, is the love market value here in the United States from a 1 to 10, what would you give it? I think it's regional. Yeah, it's south. yeah, I would think the south, mid-Atlantic, you know, south, right. southeast, will probably you will have your highest market value. Absolutely. Right, right. Absolutely. Right. Other than the cities, D.C., New York. The big cities is low. Even maybe Atlanta. Yeah, it's it, it's probably low. Atlanta you know, probably because is it's, it's it, yeah because it, because of the men, the whole yeah men yeah thing. okay um, yeah. they they're, yeah 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 too many options are a bad thing. Yes, I, I mean, don't I don't think so. I really don't think too so. much to choose from is a bad thing, right? But that could be. Too much but to that, but from, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. No, no I'm just saying. No, no, even no, in a I'm, marriage, right? Go ahead. No, I'm saying like this because I'm I'm quite too like this. We have options like this. Nobody has one pair of the shoes, right? Nobody right. has one pair of pants. Nobody has one pair of the shirt. Right. <laughs> the thing is, options. Options. That's what it is. See, for you, I, I think it's a good thing to have a lot of options. Because you can play this, you can move at the pace that you want to move at. You don't have to be tied down. If you in North Dakota somewhere, and the options between Big Liz and Little Sue, I mean, okay, but like, okay, that's what I got to choose from. But I mean, care you in California, in L.A., Atlanta, uh, you in Houston and Dallas, and sisters are moving and whatever. I mean, you don't have to be sisters. Sure, you could be. It could be Maria. I mean, shoot, right. everybody right. loves right. the black man. Let's be honest. So, I mean, I think right, options right, right. are good. That's what I'm saying. Right, no. No, no, you are 100% correct. Options are great. Too many options aren't good. And I'm going to give you an example. So let's say you live in a small town in South Carolina. Small town. Right? And there in your age bracket, there's 15, 20 women. But you know all of them. You know their mama. You know their daddy. You know if they've been married, they've been divorced. You know where they went to school. You know all the things that you need to know about these people. They've been seeing a psychiatrist, and some of them 
you know, uh, abandoned their children. You kind of know what it is. I want to pick from that group of women, right? I got a better chance of knowing what I'm going to get versus I'm going to come here to D.C., and I don't know. I know maybe about four or five of them, but all the rest of them, I just seen them walking down the street. I don't know nothing about them. I, there's no intel. There's no nothing. All I know is what they tell me. But there's so many yep. options I could pick the finest one. But, again, I could still end up with a dud that add, that actually subtracts value from my life. Versus <laughs> in a small town, right, where I'm like, oh, yeah, I know about Susie. I've been trying to get with her. Yeah, she's been with this one dude, and he's a jerk, and they got divorced, and now it's my turn. You feel what I'm saying? You, you, mm-hmm. you, too many options is confusing. And then it's also like when you're in a marriage and you are having problems in your marriage, you're having problems also staying focused. And now you know that you don't have to stay in that marriage. You don't have to fight for that marriage because there's so many options out there for you. And That's watch this, watch thing. this, watch this. When, if you look at online dating, which is popular. Right. Is growing is growing in popularity, but what what do the best online dating sites do? What they do is they allow users to narrow their searches. Because you jump out there on a dating website, you a man, you looking for women. If if that's like your criteria, just that. What? Uh, how many? How many? Uh, how many potential matches you gonna have? If it's just like I'm a man looking for a woman, it's gonna be millions. Millions. Right. right. But you start to fine tune that thing. You say, you know what? You know, she has to be a certain amount of age. You know, race, uh, faith. Uh, is she gainfully employed? Uh, you know, some of her hobbies. You know, what she likes to do. Like all of these things. And you start to fine tune that thing. And you still down the thousand. But you can even fine tune <laughs> the four. Because you don't want, I mean, who wants to have a choice between a thousand women that are within in my, within a 30 mile radius of where I live to, as a potential to date? You know, it would be over. I know, just speaking for me, like if I was in a dating world, like that would be significantly overwhelming for me if I fine tuned it and it still left me with 1,000 potential matches that meet those right. criteria. Like I'd be like, all right, you know, no wigs, no weave. I'd be, I'd be. Trying to fine tune that thing <laughs> right. all the way down, right. you know. Right. No, no, no right. amber rose tennis ball joint. Like all of these things, like I'll be trying to fine tune it to get to maybe fifty, you know, if that. And fifty is still a lot, you know. It's a lot, a lot. You don't want you don't want a thousand million choices, you know, as a potential match. You have to, you got to fine tune that thing. It's just like like we're talking about earlier with uh, with houses. Like, you go on Zillow.com right now, how many houses for sale? Like, say your job could work anywhere, you know. You could work anywhere. Like, you didn't have to be in a specific zip code. They say, you you know, you work remote. You can work anywhere. So, which you, you would have a thousand, you know, millions of houses to choose from that are for sale right now tonight that you could go to. That would That would drive you nuts. But, no, you would go in there and say, you know what, I want some outdoor living space. I want X amount of acreage. I want tree line in the back. You know, maybe I want, uh, you know, five bedrooms instead of four. You know, all of these things, you start to fine-tune it to whittle that thing down because it's just it it just be overwhelmed. The more choice you have, it's, it's too overwhelming. It's too overwhelming. Right. Well, well, how about right. this? How about this? 
we talked about earlier. We we got to talking about earlier. I guess I believe you guys were talking about the uh, the older woman there. She she wants the ball player and things of that nature, right? So right, what is right, the right, ball? Right, see, right. See, see, see these ball players. See the thing is, these ball players get chastised because they have to pick the one. Listen, I got millions of people watching me dunk a basketball. I got a woman in every state, in every country. Like I'm not. I'm not going to worry about the one. Like, my love market value is whatever I make. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm saying is this. Like, the sister that was waiting for her ball player, listen, sister, that one ball player, listen, Derrick Rose probably got him a million girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? Because I think this is the way it's going now. I think brothers are going to have multiple spouses. I believe this is where, this is where it's heading now. Joker's ain't going to – it's not the – I don't think it's going to be the one anymore, fellas. I think Joker's going to have multiple wives now. I really do. And I, I see it going in that direction. I'm like, I was like, because I've seen them, uh, the couple of shows with the 90-day fiancé. There's another show that has the uh, Sister Wives. There's one called Sister Wives on there. And this is where it's, had, it's, it's on mainstream TV. I think this is where we're heading now. So I don't but think do it's going to be anymore. Do you mind it, though? though? I mean, I, I don't mind that. Do you mind it? I wouldn't mind it. I mean... Uh, not multiple, at least two. We do it too. Right, right. <laughs> but again, again, we settling. Again, we all go back to whatever we saying now. We going back to settling again. I want to settle for two women for one woman. When one woman is enough, if this one woman, if I got one that does everything that I need, and I'm still within the legal limits of the law, I'm good. I'm good. I gotta go find three, four more because that gets confusing. You know what it's like trying to please four women? Think about it, brother. Think about that. So, just, just think okay. about that for a minute. Two wives? Two wives, brother. Hey. Two wives? Hey. Two wives, I mean, I mean, two reminded. Two reminded. I cannot feel good about waking up and looking at two big booties right in my face as I wake up in the morning. I'm not mad about that. Right. Every day of my life, I'm not mad about that. I'm not. But realistically, realistically, it hasn't happened yet. I don't know that it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, and, and let's I think it is. I mean, you know, I think it is. I think it, it is. Be, it could be, but let's flip it. You know, the topic is love market value, and let's flip the concept. If if we head down that road, you know, T Hawk just stated, you know, if he could if find everything he needs in one woman, you know, he's good. And I want to ask the question if. If it takes two, if it takes three women, wives or whatever you want, concubines, sister wives, side chicks or whatever, how does that affect the market value of love? Does it increase or decrease the market value of the concept of just love? Does it taint the concept of love where you got to you need multiples to fill in the gaps to 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 meet the qualifications and your standards. How does that, how does well, that affect the market value of love? Does it make the, the market value of love better or worse? I like this to me, I'm going to be honest with you. To me, this one woman with everything, I don't think there's one woman that fits. There's no Swiss army woman. You know what I'm saying? You're I don't right. think one woman right. fits every criteria. It's like your one woman can do something good, and it's like this: two wives. Think about it. Okay, cool. Say you have one wife that's a hustler, 
and you have another wife that's kind of like a lover. She's a kind of homebody. She's a homemaker. And you got one wife who, who goes and gets it. She goes, she's out there, she's hustling, boom, 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 boom. So once again, to me, I can't say the value of love is as diminished. Now I have one, I have two women who are good at something that are kind of opposite of each other. And then to me, it would make the relationship kind of better. Because this one woman thing that does everything, I think that's what's breaking women right now. This whole I'm every woman type thing, I think is really breaking these sisters really down. That's it. Yep. Yep. And I agree with him on that. Like you said, one woman got a hustle, the other woman got this. It's like it had. A, it was a movie about it. Like it's a girl, she had two dudes. One was a, a killer, trained killer, and the other one was a, a hustler. But they mixed together. And it works. And that's how <laughs> So I'm not mad about it. I agree. Mm. Yeah, but, you know, so we're talking about one woman this way, one woman that way. We're talking about two women in a sea of a million women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we just got to keep looking. You see what I'm saying? I mean, then now here yeah. we go again. Talk about settling. We all lead, all roll to this conversation leading back to settling. At some point. Yeah, because we got to get two women because one of them can't do what the other one can do, yada, yada, yada. So now you're settling for, you're settling for both of them because neither one of them are, are adequate. Go ahead, Rod. Yeah, but to, I mean, to his point, I mean, he's right. There is no one woman that has everything. I mean, that that is accurate because, right. like you said, they're, they're, you know, you can find another one that's better in another area, but she's lacking, you know, in another area. You know that yours right. might might have might be strong in. So everybody right. has their strengths and weaknesses. So absolutely one hundred percent is that no no woman has everything checks all the boxes that a man needs, right. um, and vice versa. Lest she be a god with a little g, you know, to provide everything right. down the line what you need. But here's the here's the the, the trippy part about that is like you said there there are plenty of fish in the sea, and Maybe you can say you're settling. I don't know if that's the right word for it, you know, in this uh, concept. But the reality is that how can you take that? How can you take this woman that that has eighty percent of what you need, like the whole eighty twenty? If you've seen, uh, right. why did I get married? You know, the whole eighty twenty. This woman has eighty percent of what you need. How do you take that and manage that and deal with her on the level? Kind of as if she had a hundred percent of what you needed, and not yeah, go out I, and get that get that twenty percent. Right. Yeah, because right. I'm right. saying like that's twenty percent. That's there's some strong twenty percent out there that will affect their relationship. Like there's some strong twenty percent out there that will affect the relationship. Real talk and a marriage. Like I, I'm like, I'm in that same situation right now. It's an eighty twenty thing. Like eighty percent of her is great. There's twenty percent of her that just is strong like the force. Like, it bothers me. And I'm like, is this the future? And if this the future, this 20% is strong, like, stronger. Yeah, but, I mean, the reality is that every every woman you meet will pretty much fall along those lines. Maybe you'll find one that's 85-15 or 90-10, but you, you pretty much, law of averages, for the most part, 80-20 is probably a good metric. And 80% is, is, a, is a B. You know, it's a B. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, so it's just if you replace... 80% is great. Have, 
Bonnie, I think yeah, 80% I mean, is great. I think 80% is outstanding. Hey, 80% Tony. of this woman, I just want I, I mean, think about this. 20% you got to learn to live with. I only got to learn to live with 20% of this woman. Think about <laughs> that. True. All the rest, I'm good. I, I mean, you got to no, put the other way, like, you know. No, but you just gotta not, flip the you other can't way. flip. You can't flip all 20%, bro. Like, it's like all money ain't good money. And guess what? That 20% sometimes is right. not good. Like, there's a 20% that 80% of her, okay, I'm say like this, 80% of her is a great woman, support her. Everything is supportive there, uh, financially, all that type of stuff there, right? But the right. 20% of her is, the 20% of her is like, I'm stuck in my ways. This is what I'm going to do, and there's no changes about it. Or, like, hey, if I move, you're going to move with me. No. Like, there's some, no. Like, there's some strong 20s, bro. That, no. Like, there's strong 20s out there that make you feel, think about what's the future. Like, hey, like let, when hey, there's a situation going on. Get it, Malcolm. Go ahead, Get it, Malcolm. Go, 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 go ahead, Malcolm. No, nah, well, what I was going to say was, listening to it, kind of what you were saying, Rodney and Tony, and, and then, um, is this is this Toby? Kobe? No, that's Simon. That's Moby, Simon, Moby, okay. Moby, Moby. Yeah, Moby. No, what I'm hearing though, it might be a difference be- with the eighty twenty thing. It might be a difference between eighty percent of what you like and twenty percent which you know really don't matter to you, or eighty percent of what you like and twenty percent of stuff you really can't stand. That might wipe out <laughs> the eighty twenty rule. <laughs> true, true. Exactly. But, but how about this? You got two okay, you got two women with eighty eighty, right? You got two women with eighty eighty. The twenty percent is like what they don't like to do. So one likes to do like one eighty like this. One woman might be eighty and the other woman is gonna be eighty. But the twenty percent is opposite of each other, if that makes sense. So it's like it's a hundred percent. It's just one woman is really good in something else, one woman is good in something else. But at the end, it still equals to that full hundred. It's just one doesn't like doing this, one doesn't like doing that. So it's like the opposite of each other, and it still equals out to one hundred, if that makes sense. But listen, because you know why? Because look, you just said it. One don't like doing this one, that with that, and the other don't like doing that. But guess what? I bet you the one that don't like doing this likes doing that, and the other that don't like doing this like doing that. So guess what? It works. Okay, what you say? I think it works. The ratio works for me. <laughs> Yeah, right, so the bottom right, line right. is that, you, like Malcolm said, you got to be willing, like, is that 20% negotiable? If, if you're sitting there like, uh, I can deal with that. Because the bottom line is that as you go on, that 20% is only going to get worse. So if you can deal with it on a, you know, on a level, it's like, oh, that's not a, it's not a big deal. But if it's a big, glaring, uh, you know, big deal from the gate, and that's in her 20%, it may not work because it's only going to get bigger and manifest even more over time. Yeah, and it's going to start changing downward. Right, right. Yeah. And I agree with Moby because I think that it all depends on what that 20% is. Correct. Right, because she could be 80% spectacular, 20% mental illness. Mm. Think about that. Mm. Right, and that mental illness piece is, you know, you may not be able to help her when she gets into that crazy stage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That little mm-hmm. 20% could probably end everything, you know? Yeah. 
So, yeah, it all depends on what that 20%. But if the 20% is, um, you know, she doesn't know what she wants to eat when y'all go out to the <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? She nags you because you leave the toilet seat up. You know what I mean? She, you know, stuff like that that gets under your skin is the 20%. I believe you're still winning. Because if the and 20% it, is not a deal breaker, I think you're still winning. And it's different for each one of us because, like we talked about on here before, you know, let's just use the mental illness piece as an example since you brought it up. The, you know, there are some men who like their women a little broken. Right. They, I mean, they've said it on here, and they like to be, you know, that, you know, that 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 care and comforter when she does have those bouts of mental illness or just, you know, just gets in a funk mentally. And, you know, they like to be there for that. And, and they, whereas somebody else be like, man, I ain't got time for that. Like you, you need to be yeah, whole mentally. I'm not doing that. But at the same token, they're 20, they're other, they're 20% for you. It could be something that is menial as like, she don't know which, where she want to go to eat. You know, it's like. My point of view is huge. My twenty percent is it defines stuff. Like my twenty percent is I asked to go out on dates and guess what? I have not been out to be able to go out on a date I wanna go out since I've been with her. But guess what? We have been to the movies fifty thousand times. I don't like it. That makes me want to the future. I don't like it. It bothers me. It bothers me. It bothers me. It bothers me. I <laughs> All right, how about this? Well, hold on. How about this? Go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm done. I'm gonna go ahead. No, I would say, okay, how about this scenario, right? So, once again, we have the 80-20 thing, right? So, you got a woman who's a go-getter. She goes and gets it. You know what I'm saying? Like you were talking about before, a woman in the United States, boy, she's a go-getter. You know, I don't know about the woman down there, but still, okay, I got you. Cool. I, I, let, you, I let that slide. I'm saying, so you got to a go-getter, right? She go get that money. She go get it. She go get it. But what if she's not that affectionate? You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm. She's such, she's so, she's so much of a go getter. She's not that affectionate when it comes to you. Because she's so much that's of problem. getting her. Yeah. Exactly. So, that's what I'm going through, too. Guess what? That's another problem with me right now. You said it on the nail on the head. That's a problem, bro. She's a go getter. She gets it. But when it comes to being romantic and with a man, she is on her phone 24 7, 365, and she has more and more conversations with people on her phone than me every day on a daily basis. Man. I don't know wow. why I love her still, but like, guess what? I do. It's the weirdest mess ever, bro. I swear to God, I can't. It's bothering me. Like, so she's not like I have. Y'all know me. It's Moby now. Y'all know me. I be getting it in. I don't get it in, yeah. but maybe once, twice every month. That's not Moby. What? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Why are you doing exactly. with her? I don't believe you. Okay, bet. This is Moby. Does Moby ever lie? We know. Has Moby ever lied? Okay, well, guess what? You got another thing. It's filling in the gap. I'm serious. (laughs) I'm serious. I put it. Okay, guess what? Y'all know my. Y'all know I lost my daddy. Oh, my dad. There you go. So listen. So listen. So listen. So So if we had to flip it right with the eighty twenty, and you take the woman that's eighty percent affectionate. And twenty percent go go get it. Are we gonna want that though? If you have to take you it, you do I want that? Say that again. Eighty percent affectionate. I can answer that. If she's got eighty percent affectionate, twenty percent go get her. Go get her. 
versus the 80% motivator and the 20% affection. I'll answer that for you. I'll I'm not going to lie. Go ahead. No, you got it. Go ahead. I was going to say, going to say, going to dig with me going dig with both sides of that, that 20, 80, 20, if you, like you said, you flipped it, where it's 20% go get her 80% this. Now, how I'm, how I'm going through this right now, bro, I'd rather have that 20% go get her 80% section. Bro, I'd rather have it. I just, I don't, look, I, I guess you just leave. Because I can't do what you're going through right now. But it's not even fair for us to ask you right now because you're in the middle of it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I was right in the middle of it, I'd say the same thing you said. Nah, man, I need to be affection all day long because I'm lacking it. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's lacking it, so obviously you are. But again, when you get in your – let's just say you weren't lacking it and you want somebody that's getting a grind on all the time. Because now you, talk, you, you, you the bills are coming in, you want to do stuff, you want to travel, you want to live a nice life. You don't want to be hugged up all the time. You want to get on the phone. <laughs> you want to go someplace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, uh, uh, but, uh, but here's the thing. But here's the thing, though. Because to me, in, in that scenario, that puts the pressure on you because you're the man. You're the go-getter. Right. I need for you, me personally, I need for her to be at the house. I need for you to be home. Like, I need for you to be taking care of stuff at the house. I'm the hunter. I'll go get it. I don't have a problem. Listen, if I got to work two, three, four jobs, it is what it is. That's, that's, this, this is who I am. I need for you to be at home. I need for you to be raising the right. kids. I need for you to be, you know what I'm saying? I don't need my kids to be in the, in, the, uh, in the system at school. I need for you to be teaching my kids. You know what I'm saying? It be coming from the house, not from, oh, yeah, I'm working. You work. No, 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 no. I do the heavy lifting. I need for you to be at the house. That's just me. <laughs> well, let's flip it though. Let's flip it. Let's flip it. I got. I got. I guess you could call this a monkey wrench, but we're talking about settling love market value. And on the flip side, your lady, what does she settle for you? Like, how does she settle to to keep you around? Like, in what ways is she settling for you? Have you ever thought about that? Going back to T-Hawk's question about do we think about, you know, when we're dating, what we what value we bring to the table. But now looking back at it, how did your woman settle? Like if we asked your lady, she would tell us how she settled for you in some regard, in some regard, because you're not 100 percent. So she'd be like, yeah, I settled oh. for him. And, you know, your 20, your, what's your 20 percent is my question. I'll I tell you this right now real quick like this mm-hmm. when she met me i was a hustler you know what I'm saying? like i said I'm, I'm from new york so i'm like t-hawk we get it in we hustle you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't come when i came to her i didn't have a career so it wasn't like oh i'm i'm cool i have a career and i'm climbing up the ladder now i had to hustle like i had to i had a couple of jobs and a couple of businesses i was trying to do so the thing is i was hustling i didn't have the affectionate piece you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because as a man as a man I, I, you know, I got to put that bread on the table. You know what I'm saying? She had, not the thing for her is she had the career, so she was comfortable. I wasn't. So the thing is, right. she wanted, so we were kind of unbalanced a little bit because she wanted the affectionate piece because she was comfortable. I wasn't. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I just got a call, a call, a text me, Chad. So when he's working three or four jobs, who's at who's home with her? 
Mm. Right? That's that affection piece again. That's that no showing up piece. That's that I'm too busy. And then when you get home, you're too tired to even. You've right. done that. You know what I mean? Maybe so may, may even too tired to put out. A lot of women right. are complaining about their man is too tired to put out. You know, right, tired to do a job, you know. True, and, but, but that would imply that would imply gender roles don't work. Like if a man got to do right. what he got to do and he take that on that responsibility on and it ends up being working two jobs and he don't have the time. I mean, that means gender roles don't work anymore. <laughs> but, well, but, I think it, Malcolm, I think it's, it's to it's 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 to a, I think it's to a degree it's, like you figure that if a man. Uh, it's the same thing. I think you look at it, it's the same way no matter the gender. If you got a woman that's a go-getter, that's a hustler, that's flipping this and, you know, going up the career ladder and all this stuff, she probably won't be. Now, I'm sure there's some exceptions out there. I'm not speaking for every woman that's under the sound of my voice. But she probably won't be that affectionate, domesticated. Yeah, yeah, you right. Yep. Amen. Say it, brother. Like, but look, 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 Rodney, that doesn't mean she's not adding value to your situation. Though. She's just adding a different value. No, you're selling it. That's what you, that's what you say. You're selling it. That's what you've been saying. You're selling Like, you're selling, bro. That's selling. Don't say you ain't selling. You might be selling. You might be selling. Hey, look, look, look. You're right. You're right. You're right. You might be selling. It, it, depends, on the, it depends on the individual. It depends, it depends on the individual. It does. It depends my heart on matters more than you as a Listen, man. my heart. My heart matters more than money. So at the end of the day, if you can have, you can work your way up through the ladder. I would love you for it every day. If you can't be affectionate in the household, but you can't, you can't show me this now before we even get serious. Then I, it's just, it's like, okay, it's how, I'm being honest with y'all right now. My heart, my head is in Colorado. My heart is back in Pittsburgh. Like I don't want to be here. Like real talk, I can be back home enjoying life. You know what I'm saying? Being a football coach, dancing, having my career, working, like, but I'm being a good guy for one yeah. in my life that y'all know me. Yeah, but mute, mute that and I'm going to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question, Moby. Um, you know, the reality is that you you knew what you were getting into, and it was something that you were attracted to that hustler in her. Because you, you saw that. You, you saw what she was doing, so... It wasn't the hustle that got attracted to her. It wasn't her hustle that attracted me to her. I didn't even know what she did for a living. Truthfully, that wasn't my perspective. Mm. Okay. I was wrong, dude. I just thought that, you know, in some degree, like, we we think we know what we want until we get it, and then it's like, ah, nah. I really want that. That's not what I really want. Yeah, I don't really want that. (laughs) You know, you see her hustling. Like, to me, that, I mean, that, I, I was, you know, back to T-Hall's question earlier, you know, I would take the affectionate one over the hustler. You know, granted, you can't be uh, lazy and unambitious either, but if it's a, if it's like, you know, you coming in at 7 o'clock, you know, with a briefcase and I'm, you know, making dinner and then it's like, hey, honey, I'm tired. You know, I just want to put my feet up and soak in the bathtub and go to bed. And it's like, what, what, you know, it's like, we right. might need to flip that yeah. thing around for me, you know, because I need that affection piece, like Moby said. You know, I, that's that's more important right. to me than that. Go get a hustler flipping two and three jobs, like all that stuff. That don't appeal for me if if you're not right. at home, you know, or when you are right. at home, right. you're disengaged. 
you're disengaging what we're doing. So, so, so what's the perfect storm then? You know, for me, you know, I mean, because again, I need the attention too. Right. I mean, I'm okay if you're a hustler. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. But if you can juggle both, I'm happy. But if let's just say she's not a hustler, but she's a cheerleader. Twenty percent cheerleader, eighty percent affectionate. And that cheerleader is she's she's putting you on cloud nine to go out and get your work done every day. She's pumping you it. up to go out and I'll be the it. best that you can be <laughs> every day. And when she when you come home, she's like, How was it? how was your day? Well, were you supposed to be what, what do I need to do? Right? Hey, that's, hey. I think that's a perfect storm all day long, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, mm-hmm. like this. It's like this. Me personally, if she could be my chip, not say you ain't got, listen, you ain't got to rub my feet every single day. I'm not saying, you ain't got to be somebody's slave. But I'm about to, I'm about to curse. But I'm going to say, man, daggone it. If you can just give me a little, you know, say, just, listen, I just need to affect you know, give me a little affection. This could be a little bit. I don't need a whole lot. Just give me a little bit. And I'm going to go out there and I'm knock some buildings down for you. You know what I'm saying? She, and you're going to be smiling. Yo, that's my baby out there knocking buildings down. You come home. Right. Listen, you right there? Bro, that's all I need. I don't need the hustler. I got the hustler. Look, let me tell you. I got no, that. I'm going to tell you what I'm going through. I'm going to tell you what I'm going through. Where I be affectionate with her. It's like, nah, get off me. And when it's time for her, she want to feel affectionate. She want to jump on me and be affectionate. Like, I have to wait for her when she's ready. And it's time for mm. her. Mm. Like, with this so you on, you on her, her She's turn. in her mood. Hey, bro, her I thought I was tripping. I thought I was tripping. I thought I was tripping. Right, right, right. But listen, so, listen, so listen, if, listen. Yeah. Right, right, right. I was saying, if, you, if you're horny and she's not, then you're out of luck. But if she's horny, you better get it together and you better be horny. Or you gonna have some problems? Like, what's, what's how come you don't want this? You know, it's like exactly. everything is on her turn. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I need affection. <laughs> I need that affection. Right, 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 right. So this is gonna be funny. Hey. I'm, well, I'm gonna ask the question, right? So, so we we, we talked about eighty percent affection, twenty percent cheerleader. We all agree that that would probably be the perfect fit for most of us, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But in 2019, where are you gonna find that? Ooh. In Brazil, <laughs> he's in Brazil. When you gonna find that in Brazil? <laughs> <laughs> he said in Brazil. That's good. He might be right. See, <laughs> might be right. Going back to he might be right. What's the love market value in the United States? You know, it's low. Because I mean, it's low. Most, it's low. Most of them, you know, <laughs> most of them. And and here's the thing, fellas. Here's the here's the thing. It's easier, and again, not denoting this to one gender or the other. I think it's more prevalent in men, but in women too. It's easier to be a go getter, to to chase after that dollar, to hustle, versus nurturing and nourishing your relationship. That's more difficult because if that's not in your nature if you're not wired that way if you're again if you're wired to be a hustler a go-getter you know that's how you're wired so you would have to work against your you know how you're how you're wired to do the other thing which is be affectionate which is to you know stop hustling a little early on friday because you've been hustling all week and say you know what i'm gonna I'm 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 knock off at three just to go spend time with my baby because she's been neglected or whatever you know what i'm saying so 
the bottom line is that you have to work against your natural inclination, you know, to do that. And but to my point is is to both gender, it's more difficult to to do that nourishing and nurturing at home than it is to chase a dollar. It's easy to chase that almighty dollar. You ain't got to be home. You just out there, you know, going. You can go until from sun up to sundown. It's not a problem, you know. But then when right. you get home and she's like, "Oh, we need to talk." Or I haven't seen you all week. How you doing? You know, just to, have you have you checked in on me with, you know, been over here kind of rocking by myself since you're working all the time. You know, it's right. easier to chase the dollar than it is to be invested uh, in your in the relationship. It's easier to chase the money. Right. Right. Not only past, that, though, but, ahead, sorry, but some people rather chase the dollar so they don't have to go home and deal with it. They don't Correct. have to go home and be accountable. Exactly, right? and then they say, "Well, I'm out here chasing the dollar. What, what do you want me to do? How many times have we heard that? Many, too many, and and lacing her up with cars and jewelry and trips and homes and, you know, she's sitting at home in a in a eight bedroom house with a six car garage and you out there trying to pay for it all. Right, 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 and that's how Jose gets in. Back. He riding shotgun in the car that you bought, right? Because <laughs> you out there chasing that dollar, and Jose's rubbing them feet. <laughs> right. Paying attention. Right. Paying attention. You know. Well, hey, well hold hey, up, hold up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But no, go ahead. You go. No, you go. Ahead. I, I was gonna kind of, I was gonna kind of change the subject so you can say what you, what you. <laughs> you got. Uh, now, I, I was going to say it like this Brother, I mean, you could be hustling, right? You could be getting the money But, bro, you come home to a woman Who submit to you, bro Like, bro, you come home Like, she, like you hustling And she just sends you random pictures Like, bro, like, I mean, you really going to oh, be like I miss that I'm just that. saying, bro I, I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love you just because, like, a little kissy emoji face, bro. You'd be like, bro, you'd be ready to cut it early. Like, dog, hold on. I need to get back to the house, fellas. I'm, I'm sitting here at the office like, hold up, man. I need to. She just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you just doing stuff because you just, because she just, for the love, because she just love you? Bro, are you, come on, man. That's that's too perfect. <laughs> that's too perfect. <laughs> Ooh. I miss that so much. I miss this little thing. This little thing. I'm a simple man. Like you said, you I'm not even hustling. The simple things. Hey, man, look. Hey, 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 I, I, I think you might be putting something out there that we're not really uh, grabbing onto and addressing. And you tell me if I'm wrong. But, but, but the things that you're saying to us, um, I, I would imagine ultimately your question or, or probably your desire would be that we would tell you what we think about your situation. And, and oh no, and I, I think we really, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, but then, I know. But then, I but the thing, well, well, I guess the thing is ultimately it's doomed to fail. So what you gonna do? True. True. Now that's the hard question, Moby. It's it's only a matter of time. It's doomed to fail. Because I think Moby, he, he's in the gym. That's why he keeps um, going in and out. But I think the reality is that Moby has been on here enough where he just he just did a self-diagnosis himself. But like you say, Malcolm, is that why is he still in it at this juncture when he know that the clock is running out? You know, it's, it's only a matter of time before it blows up. 
So it's like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I doubt, I mean, some people can change, but most people are who they are, you know, especially when we get old, you know, our age and above is we're going to be who we're going to be. As I tell my children all the time, when people show you who they are, believe them. Just believe them. Good, bad, and different. Just, just take that and you work within those parameters, no matter who you're dealing with, whether it's dealing with me or your friends or whoever. When, when people show you who they are, believe them. So, yeah, people can change, but at the same token, Moby's not going to get the affection from this lady that he needs, that he requires, like oxygen, from this lady. Now, she may give him a little more, you know, if he makes his request known, but will she ramp it up to a level where he needs it for the relationship to survive where it's, it's literally like his oxygen where he needs the, he needs her to cut back on the, the hustling to emotionally invest in him and to build him up as a man. And I don't, you know, most chicks but that are husbands. Not, even, I, really, I don't need her to build me up as a moment. man. It's not even build me up. It's like she does that. That's a part of her 80%. If she actually does build me up as a man, that's a part of her 80% that's actually good. It's not that's the problem. It's that she's stuck. Like you said, she is stuck in her own life of what she's going to, what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, and what she is supposed to be at. Every woman has been there, but she's stuck there. Yeah, I feel you. It's almost like that. Here, we had to show the rat race. You know, it's, it's never ending. But, <laughs> Go ahead, bro. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. I mean, cut you off, Ronnie. But, but here's the thing, though. Sometimes a, this is what a, who a woman is, though. You know, like you said before, this is who she is. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, I don't mean to go back to that, you know, the two wife thing. It is. Sometimes this woman is good at this thing. She is good at what she does. Sometimes you're not going to get the whole piece of the pie. You might just get a three quarters and cool. Somebody else can fill in the rest. But I'm just saying it is. She is who she is. And I'm like I said, it's no Swiss Army woman. So it's like, listen, you either take it out. Like I said, it all goes back to settling. You're right. It all goes back to settling because, I mean, there is no perfect anything anymore. Like everything, I mean, right. it's all kind of just a big jumbo or big gumbo, if you want to say. It's all mixed together. There's no right. There's no perfect this and perfect that. It is what it is. So, yeah, basically. Right. You just got to figure out what, what works for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And we got <clears throat> sometimes we got to trim the fat of it. You know what I mean? Like I was talking about, you know, people that have all these guidelines and, and, and preferences and, you know, these these requirements. Right? You got to get to the – nowadays, you got to get to the bare necessity of what you need that's going to make you happy. You know what I mean? Not that it's going to make your life like, oh, you completely like the movie. No. What's going to make you happy? Right? And there's a lot of things that these women bring to the table that's going to make you happy. And then, again, you just got to – Learn to live with the things that they're not going to do. I guess. Hey, can I be transparent real quick, though? Oh, my yeah, go ahead, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll be yeah, transparent. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be God honest truth. Like I've been, I know my wife for seven years, right? Me personally, like I said, we've been going. Like she's a hustler. She had a career. This I came in hustling. Yada yada yada. So once again, she's the affectionate piece my wife doesn't have, and and I get because she right. don't because her mom not because her mom now lives in my house and her mom is not affectionate at all. So I see where she gets it from. So I'm like, okay, I can't really blame her because this is what mm-hmm. you've been taught all your life. So to me, in a perfect scenario, I personally probably would, I would like to have another wife. I ain't gonna lie. I would I would see because 
it would work like this. My wife is the go-getter. So, to me, I need, I need somebody who's a little bit more affectionate that's at home. But to me, if you, these two work together, see, a woman and a woman can work together. Because you tell a woman to be more affectionate, first of all, that's going to be a fight. Are you whack? That's, what are you talking? You know what I'm saying? But you can, mm-hmm. you can see a mm-hmm. sister wise, you can see a woman and a woman, hey, girl, okay, I see when you come in the house, and, like, I see how you be treating them. You know, so maybe you need to do boom, boom, boom. To me, two wives for me would be a good scenario for me, and I'm just being honest. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, bro, because basically that, that second wife, in this example, would take care of that stuff, and it would be a no-brainer for that second wife. It wouldn't be difficult. Like, she would be there just to meet your emotional needs. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not – that would – it's almost like pulling teeth with a go-getter. It's like, oh, right. I just worked 10 you know, hours, and yeah. this guy want me to rub his feet too? You know, it's like, really? Come on, man. You know, I got the kids. I got this. Whereas the other one would be like, oh, I got the kids. Don't worry about it. Put your feet up. I even ran you, you know, a bubble bath. Go ahead upstairs. I I, I got him down here. I take care of him down here. You know, <laughs> so I can see what I can see what you're talking about because that you know other person it's, it's, it's not, fill that gap. It's not lust. It's not lust. It's not. It's not. Oh, I need more sex now, bro. It's just this woman. I see where I see the root of where you at. I see it. So it's like I'm not going to blame you. I'm not going to divorce you. It's like okay, cool. I just. You know, I just need somebody that's going to – it's not to me, it's not 80-20. It's just, like I said, it it works. You both have 80. You know what I'm saying? She's more of the home. You're more of the go-getter. You know what I'm saying? She's less of the go-getter, and you're less of that home. So it, it, to me, it's, all, it's still 100%, if, if that makes any sense. You got 160 at that point, 80 and 80. You got over 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I take that too. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, but I think what we're missing. I think what I've heard, you know, um, is I think that, and we've been transparent and and honest about it. But honestly, I think men, for the most part, think they don't need the affectionate piece, and we sort of overlook mm. that as men. Maybe that's not, you know, with our machismo to say that I need affection. Like that's not. It's really not cool to say as a man. It's kind of soft, honestly. Um, so we kind of overlook that fact when, you know, we're really emotional creatures, just like women are emotional creatures. And But I, I think as men, we're like, oh, you know, I, I'll be cool, you know, with, with her just hustling or me just hustling and I get affection, you know, as long as I bust a nut every now and then, you know, it doesn't have to be. But, you know, right. affection is, you know, like we talk about, you know, it's, it's, it's like the little text, out of the blue text messages. It's like, notes in your lunchbox like it's it's a different degree than just smash session and i think that right men we men have been resigned to just accept the smash session and be cool with it where deep down inside we're like man i, I wish she would you know just call me on my while i'm out hustling or doing my thing and say hey you know i'm just calling just right. to tell you i love you you know, or you know, I miss you. I look, I hope you know. I look forward to seeing you this evening, or whatever the case may be. Just something, right. thirty seconds out of the blue, and out of the blue, not anything scheduled, not anything. You know, oh, you better, you didn't take the trash out to the curb. You know, today is trash day. Or can you bring home some milk? You know, can you pick up the baby? Like all these other things, where it's like, you know what? I'm gonna just call my baby and, and just see how his day is going, and tell him I love him, tell him I look forward to to being 
you know, to seeing him this evening, period, the end. But that's the piece where we we, we know we're lacking, but very few yeah. men are open and honest and transparent enough to say, you know what, I could use some more affection from you. And then, like some like somebody said, it's generally not received well from women because of our society has dictated, unfortunately, that it comes off as, bruh, you're a dude. You shouldn't need more affection. Yeah. So, yeah, hey, I'm dealing with that right, right now. Right, 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 that's, right, that's what right. I'm dealing with right now. Like I get affected, like I get upset. It's like, why are you getting upset? You, you, you have like a, that's being a woman. Like you, what? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, hey, yo, man, don't try me like that again. Like, yeah. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, that's big though, Rodney. I mean, um, that's big, and, and I believe that <clears throat> there's two types of women: smart women and not so smart women. I'm just going to put it that way. You know, they might not, not like what I'm getting ready to say, um, but it is what it is. You know, a smart woman knows how to validate her man and still get what she wants from him. Right? The not so smart woman knows how to piss him off, irritate the hell out of him, and then, then on top of that, thinks she's going to get what she wants out of him. And it just doesn't work that way. You know I mean, you, what you're describing is a smart woman, right? She's going to call, she's going to give that validation call. She's going to put him on cloud now. She's going to tell her how much she appreciates him and how she appreciated how he put the toilet seat down or how he did whatever he did. And then she's going to say, by the way, can you stop by the store and pick up something? You know what I mean? And get it done versus the one that's going to, oh, man, I'm tired when you always, you know, come in the house and you throw your clothes down and they nag, 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 nag. And they say, by the way, I need you to bring in some milk. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, it Tony, doesn't Tony. work. Yeah. No, I'm really glad you said that because um, what I wanted to ask Rodney about the woman giving the, um, you know, just the little things of affirmation and stuff like that, that affection, is does the woman really feel like that? Or is she what, what you just said, Tony, just smart and knows it's a best practice, so she's just doing it? You know, yeah. I think that's an important distinction to understand because what it is, like you said, I think ultimately it's not so much that a woman is super affectionate. She's just smart. Right. Right. You know, you know, we said on this show before about the prostitute. The prostitute is the smartest one in the room. So let me tell you why. She knows what to say to make her money. She knows what to do to make her money. So she's got a goal in mind, and she knows how what she can say to a man to achieve it. Right? That's what and I'm we, saying. I was fucking the chicken. I was fucking on the asshole. We, we, we frown upon it because of the profession. Well, this is understandable, too. Right? But, again, they know what to say to a man to make him willingly want to give up that money. Willingly. And some of them buy gifts, willingly not go home to the wife, but go see them. Right? It's not that they're doing anything that the wife can't do. They all got the same things going on, the wife and the prostitute. But the prostitute is the one that's smart enough. Right? And a wife can learn a lot from a prostitute. Right or wrong. Hey, but they because they're too busy looking down at them. And they don't understand that that can work for you too in your house, but it's but it's for real. 
right? Because now you need your husband to do a certain amount of things for you or for the betterment of the house, and yet you want to go at it by the stress and drama route, which never works. Hey, you know what I think the problem is, though, is that a, a, a wife or, say, a woman dating you, I'll just use women because we date men, we, we date women. I think that for whatever reason, if, if they feel obligated to you like that, they think they don't owe it to you to be smart. They don't think they owe that. Mm. They just, I don't need that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, but they well, do well. need it. They do need it. They do need it. I don't care where they work, how much money they make, how much they bring home. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. They still mm. need it. Because you're in a situation with a man, right? And unless you want to be the man in the relationship, then you need it. You need to figure it out, you know, because then you'll be like a dog chasing a tail that gets nowhere. And try, you know, and just keep with the same, like, like you know, Rodney said, you're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, and it just doesn't work. Men need affection. Men need validation. That's a fact. Without it, we can't function properly. Right? Without it, we're the the the, 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 the dog chasing his tail. And we eventually are gonna let that tail go and go chase another dog. <laughs> right? Because we can only do we can only do but so much without it. Like, I mean I mean, what what can a woman bring to the table really that you can't do for yourself? Other than validate you, show you love and show you affection. Think about it. What is she bringing? I'm not talking about raising kids and having babies. I'm, I'm just talking about after all that. What else is even men? Like what? What else can we? How can we improve a woman's life? How can we add value? What are we bringing to her? She got her own money most of the time. She got her own stuff. So what are you bringing that's going to make her life better? Mm. That's a monkey wrench, by the way. So that's a case it is a basis, though. Go ahead. Hmm? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was going no, to I'm expand gonna... on it, but go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go, go right. You go ahead, bro. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it way left, so you go, sir. <laughs> I'm gonna take it away. Okay. See the value. See the value. See the. See once again, value is you. The value is like it's it's different by case by case basis. What is value to me not be not not might not be value to you. So the thing is, right? You know, I know we talked about in the beginning with the Brazil thing. Hey, the money piece might be the valuable piece to me, but the stay at home affectionate might be value to me. So once again, it's always. It's different now. Value to me, like I said, I'm not he man. I'm not Superman. You know, like I said, I don't know what this woman seen in me. Yeah, I was a hustler. Yeah, I could have, you know, she could have seen value in me. Yeah, this brother, he's a go getter. Yada yada yada. Maybe she didn't weigh the cost. I don't know. Everybody has, everybody's value is different. So I don't. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Rod. Yeah, I mean, you took the words out of my mouth, um, kind of sorta, because I think we've been doing it wrong when we say or that uh, cliche, know your worth, you know, because worth is a term used to denote, you know, how much something will cost, you know, like we talked about a house, you know, so your house is, if, if your house might be worth 400000 
you know, or that flat screen TV you got maybe worth thousand dollars or whatever the case may be. So worth being the monetary value that's attached to any particular item, you know, that's an item's worth. Whereas value, what you guys were talking about is, you know, based on emotion as well as cost, if that makes any sense. You know, so for example, if you have an, an, an heirloom that's passed down to you now, your mom may have bought that, you know, back in whenever for $10, but she's gone now and, she, you know, it's handed down to you and it's, in, it's therefore invaluable to you at this time. So value can also be used to describe things that don't necessarily have a value attached to them, like the value of your time. You know, to T-Hawk's question is like, what can you give a person, uh, a, a lady, you know, other than stacking paper you know paper you know does she value the time uh that she spends with you does she value your conversation um do do you cast vision for where you want to take the household you know these sort of things is like like that's value going back to the whole brazil versus you know because the the brazil thing is is very shallow um it's basically just pretty much you could see everything you can see for the most part, you get from that woman is external, whereas you look towards a woman's internal, like, are they going to be your cheerleader? You know, are they going to be in your best interest versus being a money pit or, you know, somebody that you got to keep giving them the credit card every weekend so they can beat up the mall and all these kind of things is where that doesn't bring value. So, you know the value though is 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 more of an a it's emotion plus cost you know if that makes any sense you know the whole the value piece and it's it's more than just cost it's more than just dollars right. and cents it's right. deeper right. than that I I want to add something to that too and um Malcolm can appreciate this so working in a car dealership for a lot of years. You know, there is when when people bring their cars in, there's something called a Kelly Blue Book and a Black Book, right? That's how they put the value on them. And people would go out and they would upgrade the wheels, uh, upgrade the paint job, upgrade, you know, whatever, make their car look really different, right? And to them, they have the best car in the world. Because it was valuable to them. Mm-hmm. But the value wouldn't be any different. That car was nothing on it. You know what I mean? The factory <laughs> one would probably be the same value. Matter of fact, all that stuff they did sometimes took away from the value. Because guess what you got to find now, Rodney? A buyer. To buy that car with all that stuff on it. All that stuff on it. Mm-hmm. All that stuff on it. All that stuff you say is valuable. Hey, I'm bringing this to the table. I'm bringing that to the table. Yeah, it's all good in your mind. But if you have a buyer, a taker, it's a total waste. Mm. Just like the house. You know what I mean? We put appraised values on these houses, but guess what? You got to have somebody that's actually going to write a check for it. And I think right. a lot of times we get into relationships thinking that we bring so much to the table, right? But it's in our mind because there's nobody, you know, the other person is like, yeah, but that's not. That's not what I want. That stuff is, is valueless to me. All these hours you work in is valueless to me. 
You know what I mean? All these gifts that you're bringing me and all this stuff is valueless to me. All I want you to do is sit down next to me and watch TV. And we miss it. Well, it goes right over go our heads. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I would say there's nobody there to test it. Because you know what I'm saying? Because right. your value, if nobody tests your value, then nobody will know your value. It's like, I right. think I have this, but if nobody tests it out, then it's like, you're like your car. It's like, cool. In my car, yeah, I got all these in the interior, blah, blah, blah. But if nobody tests the car out, then, you right. know what I'm saying, your value is just in your head. You know what I'm saying? That's what right. we do. It's, our value is based upon us in our little bubble, in our world. Yeah, I'm the most valuable person in the world. But, bro, until you take yourself and put it with another person and so they can test it, then right. your value, you know what I'm saying, then you, your value will be judged based upon somebody else's perspective, not just yours. Not just you. Mm-hmm. Not just you. That's not just you. You know, so, you know, we need to ask questions. You know, Rodney, you always talk about the, you know, the five love languages. Yeah. That's huge, though. Right, because it kind of does the work for you. Like, so you're not chasing your tail again. Like, okay, what do you like and what you don't like? What's going to make you smile and what's going to make you frown? You know what I mean? What's going to help you to have a better day and what's going to make you have a bad day? You know, that's when that book comes into play. Like, what are you? What is your love language? What do you, you know, do you like gifts or you don't like gifts? Do you want to sit down and hug and, and snuggle or do you not want to snuggle? You know, it's certain things that we need to know. And I think we don't do those evaluations enough before we get to people. We find it out on the back end when half the time it's already an issue. Yeah, it's funny you say that because after the last show, um, we got a comment. And just on the lines of what you just said, and the comment was, you know, why on earth in any relationship do you have to ask the right questions to get the right answers? They, they, the commenters thought that was they, they see that as a red flag. What, what do y'all think about wow. that comment? Why on earth in any relationship do you have to ask the right questions to get the right answers? What, what do y'all think about it, that it, comment? It, it makes sense. It makes sense because if we're, if, I mean, let's, let's be honest. We're talking about love, right? This love is trans because you know love is all giggly wiggly and love is transparent and this and the third so if we're in love we're supposed to be transparent right but in in reality eh, love is not transparent it's more like a feeling type thing so it's like well I gotta ask you this question to get this response because if I don't ask you the question I will never get a response And and you would think people would just be open and just tell you everything but I'm not going to tell you everything. Like, I've been to Iraq. I mean, I'm not going to tell you that I was in war and I have to do X, Y, and Z. I might not tell you that. You know what I'm saying? But, right. you know, later down the line, you might find that out. And I could have told you, right. but then in the beginning, I could I could have messed up the relationship. Oh, yeah, I did this in Iraq, blah, blah, blah. Or you did this in your past. You know, I used to be a stripper or something crazy like that. You would think we would be transparent. But once again, sometimes transparency can have a consequence. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What you mean something crazy like that? I'm a stripper. What you talking about? I'm stop. I'm I'm stop. I'm stop. I'm stop. I'm stop. I thought you got off the pole, Bobby. I thought you got off the pole. He wasn't off the pole. Right. Yeah, I had to get off for a second. 
Yeah. Hey, I think Great one mouth. of the challenge. I think one of the conflicts that that we all face that kind of speaks to this is that for whatever reason, especially as grown adults at this point, you know, us our age, there's the best practices, and we all know that. And then the only other way I can think of the challenge is like there's then there's our pettiness, and which one is going to win out? And the pettiness, our own, however, if it's high or low. The pettiness drive is real strong. It's so strong that we can ignore the best practices that's going to get us the best results and just go with what we feel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And so those are the two challenges. Right. You know. right. 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 Definitely challenging. And so, and so, and so, Rodney, when when you ask the question, why does a person have to ask the right question to get the question? The essence of that battle is, is what you get the results of sometimes you got to dig a little bit. Right. 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 And, and, and you're right because, you know, there are times where you've got the pick your battle thing going on, right? Where a person could be enduring something that they don't like, but they don't want to have an incident so they roll with it. Right. So let's just say that you're doing something that you in your heart believe is good. The person that you're doing it with doesn't necessarily think that it's good, but they're not going to tell you because they don't want to hurt your feelings or they don't want want it to be a big ordeal. You know what I mean? But it would be easier to just ask the question, hey, do you like smothered steak? You know what I mean? Do you like onions in your food? Do you like having sex with the lights on? Certain things that you kind of need to know but we go with the flow for obvious reasons that don't make any sense. So I think that's when question asking is important. You have to, because you will never know unless you don't ask. Can I ask you a question, though? Can I ask you a question? Because yep. you know what this, this love market thing reminds me of? It reminds me of life. And when, uh, when your boy Eddie Murphy was talking about the boom, boom, boom. It's like the perfect <laughs> scenario. It's like, hey, buddy, right. you're going to be doing this, and you're going to be doing that. It's like love market value to me is like life. It's like the boom, boom, boom. It's like a perfect scenario. It's like a perfect type of scenario woman. It's like a woman who uh, uh, who has this and who has that and who has this and can do this and some type of Wonder Woman type figure. And I think that's what a lot of us get into, especially those who are single, this type of Wonder Woman type female. And you know, you might get a Marge Simpson. A lot of us, you might get a Marge Simpson. Might be a lot of Marge Simpsons out here. You know what I'm But we're looking for this boom, 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 perfect Wonder Woman who can pick up buildings, but who can put it down in the bed and, and, and rub your back. And it's like, are we are we realistically thinking about this love market value thing, though? Are we, are we putting a too high expectation on this love market value? It's not necessarily the person is just, the expectation that we have to find this Wonder Woman type woman, if that makes sense. Mm. Mm. Wonder Woman. I like that. <laughs> but if, what is, hey, Tony, what is, yeah. what is settling then? Like is settling pretty much accepting something you don't want or is not settling only taking everything you want What's the kind of the exactly what it is? What yeah, I said it earlier. 
I said it earlier. I don't remember what I said, um, but I think I was implying that you settling means accepting less than what you want because you don't think you can get what you want. I think that's what I said. I think that makes sense. Right. Maybe tomorrow right. makes sense. Right. Right. Settling is also also like I said earlier. You know your circumstances are different. Your requirements have got to be different because you you no longer demand the same requirements that you've had like let's say ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? You've gained some weight. You know you you don't look the same. Whatever. You know what I mean? So you have to settle for the next best option that you can get. You know that's settling. You know it's not it wouldn't be your ideal choice. But it's something that you can live with, and you can try to make the best of it. Hopefully, that that answers the question. But but that's what I'm saying, though. Are we too much in the fantasy? Are we fantasizing about this perfect woman? You know what I'm saying? Because reality is in our face every single day. <laughs> but our fantasy takes us to somewhere else. It's like, okay, okay, right. I see y'all here, but in my mind. I'm thinking of this God knows what woman. You know what I'm saying? It's like is the fan is is the love market value basically a fantasy or is it is it a reality basically? Okay, right. well, fan- let me just I, I, say you're looking this. For perfection. It's a fantasy right, if you're right. looking for perfection. Go ahead, Tom. Right. Well, I mean, you know, we have to be careful of where we get these images from. Hmm. These fantasy images. We gotta be careful. Uh, again, like we, we, we try to tell women, stop watching the the real housewives of wherever. That ain't your life. That ain't never going to be your life. Get out of that. You know what I mean? You know, and, and, and men, you know, we're looking at fine women on Instagram and this, that, and the other, and you may not ever get that. You know what I mean? You may not get that woman. You may not get that woman that does what the chick on the porno screen does. You may not ever get that. You know, it's almost, I mean, we just got to be more realistic in what and what our expectations are, you know. So, yes, I think that we are in an all-time high of fantasy because of social media and reality TV. But we got to wind it back down to, like, like, you know, I said before, what are the bare necessities of what you need? And I think we'll just be fine when we work around those parameters. So how about this? So would it be safe to say... That America, not say America, I can't say a whole America is just, has a weak love market value. Would it be safe to say that maybe traveling, because you say you've been to Puerto Rico and different places, uh, would you say right. that traveling to maybe to like Europe or to Africa or to different places where you can maybe find a better market value, would you would you be uh, uh, acceptable of doing that type of uh, search, if you don't mind? Oh me? No, I'm good. I'm I'm personally good. No. I'm gonna take Sam to the beach when I go. So I'm not looking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean that's just how I operate. I'm not looking. No. Uh-uh. But but I, I, yeah. I get what you're saying because I, I see your mindset. But I'm saying though, you don't play right. this. I never. Nobody on this panel has ever met every single woman on this planet. So what I'm saying right. is this: maybe. Just having an open mind and traveling to a different area. Hey, go to an Ethiopia or to a Ghana or to a Indonesia or Germany or France. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe the market 
it's a little bit different because I think you might be looking at it in a, an American sense. Like, okay, I'm looking, I have this American mindset, but when you travel to these different places, it's a totally different dynamic. This is me speaking from being overseas in different places. Women are way different overseas than they are in the States. So what I'm saying is maybe the love market value could be different in a different country that you've never been to before. That's all I'm saying. No, you're right. Probably. You're right. But I, I, I don't think that we've exhausted all of the plentifulness that we have here. I don't think that we can ever do that. You know, because remember, this is the melting pot. All those women you talk about, most of them have come here, or a large portion of them are here. You know what I'm saying? So to go there would be one thing, but then you may have to stay there with that woman because she may not want to come back. Where she's at, she might be in a paradise. Where like, I ain't going over there. Y'all got, you know, a crazy government. Because when I was in Cuba... They talked about the government being crazy, and it's a third-world country. And they was like, nah, man, we good where we at. Y'all crazy over there. You know what I mean? And I'm like, y'all don't even have an ATM machine. Y'all, y'all can't even take my credit card payment. And y'all telling me we crazy? But again, right, they, but- did, they didn't, you know what I mean? They just they were like, nah, nah, I'm not going there. We good. We good right here. We're nothing. Right, we so, so the value is different. So your value is different from Cuba's value. So your value might be right. the accessory of an ATM or a Wi-Fi, and them, they like, listen, we just sitting in paradise, so we good. Right. So your right. value, right. you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And for like, you to go you there, <laughs> right, exactly. But but you to go there and grab, you'll go there and find beautiful women. This is a fact. Right, you'll find some beautiful women, but they may not want to come back with you. That's that's the whole thing. They may say, no, you need to come here. We can be together, but mm. you need to move here. <laughs> I went, tell you the truth, I wouldn't, see, like I said, I, I, listen, I live six years in Japan. I would, if I was single, I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, really? Right. St. Lucia right. or what, Bahamas or something like that? Like, I'm going to come right. back? Nah, bro. You, I'm going with you, short. Let's go. I'm, I'm yeah. Right. We, we on, a, we on right. the beach every day. Yeah. Y'all, right. y'all be right. on and the clock on this day. Right. I'll have my feet in the sand, be chilling. You'd be over there with a million options. Good luck with that. A million options. But that I mean, too. Single, so, I, so it's a revolving door. So it's like a revolving door. I mean, I guess it's just like, right. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, but I want to go back to that Wonder Woman comment and take y'all back to 1988. Because in 1988, I think I was in middle school. Y'all probably was graduating high school or something, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, it was a song by by Karen White called Superwoman. Y'all remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and the chorus, the chorus says, I'm not your superwoman. I'm not the kind of girl that you can let down and think that's, that everything's okay. You know, and in one line, she says, you know, I can't be that superwoman that you want me to be. I'll give my love, oh, lasting love, if you return love to me. Right. So it was was one of those things where it's, it's it's a give and a take. 
And I think going back right. to, you know, T. Hall's earlier question about when men, specifically men, come into a relationship, generally speaking, not you guys, generally speaking, men are takers. They're not looking, you know, what can I give this woman? What can I pour into her? What can I, how can I be of value to her? Like we, we're just like, well, can she sex me good? Can she cook for me? Can she clean for me? Can she rear and raise my kids? Can she rub my feet? You know, generally speaking, men are takers where, you know, Karen Woman told us back in 1988 that it's a two-way street here. And I think that when it comes to value, if we men start looking at it from the standpoint of maybe not looking at what young lady, what do you bring to the table? That's what I need to know. Maybe just go into it. Maybe men are going about the whole process wrong and finding what they bring to the table and then not knowing their worth, but knowing their value, you know, that their, their, their time is valuable, you know, uh, their intelligence, their emotional investment, like these are valuable things and not to be toyed with by some floozy from Brazil. Like, you know, in that regard, like you, a, a floozy from Brazil that's bad is not even worth my time because she's not, you know, it, not even on my level of where we need to take this thing, you know, until the wheels fall off. And uh, last weekend, you know, um, I was, <laughs> we celebrated my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. And I think I was looking up some statistics, and I think maybe 5 to 7% of marriages last 50 years. Obviously, there's divorce. And there's death. But thankfully, just looking back at my parents, you know, how they, they were vested. They've been vested for a long time, you know, and it's not, it was, it was a sight to see. I'm glad I was able to witness it and be present and it'd be my folks. Like, you know, you talk about love market value, like that's, you know, my kids were there. You know, and um, I was telling my kids that when I was their age, I remember my mom and her siblings throwing my grandparents a 50th anniversary party shindig. And um, and, and it was a big deal, you know, just like we, we just had a big deal, you know, last weekend. And, um, you know, it's just it, I was I was just honored, you know, to be in the midst because you talk about love, you talk about value, you know, all of those things were in the room, but it's, it's a give or give or take. And I, I made a little speech at the end uh, doing the toast about, you know, how I couldn't, couldn't really give my parents any uh, marital advice at 50 years, you know, they're, they're way ahead of the game, but I did offer them a suggestion, you know, um, about how just to continue to look at each other like God views us as, as unrefined gold, you know, and unrefined gold is full of beauty, and but it's also full of potential. And that was the, the Cliff Notes version. It was a much better than that when I said it. But, um, you know, it's, it's just when you think of value and, and love, it's, 
it's 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 an emotion that's that's when you get it right, like it's it's just something like T Hawk said, it's like you don't even need to look like you know you got eighty percent with you, but you don't even be looking for that other twenty. Like it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like you and you can and you can deal with the twenty percent that she don't got or where she's lacking. Like that's the again, that is a big piece. If you can deal with right. the twenty percent that she's lacking, you know, it you, you can go out and be in Brazil and be cool and and want to go back to the room with your lady and and not have a, a, a second or a third, you know, uh joining in on the festivities. And you be hundred percent right. cool with just your lady, your number one, your super one. Right, right. I think that um I think that, you know, society has a problem with, you know, not wanting what they have. Mm-hmm. You know I think there's always that, you know, I'm going to keep going back to the options piece. You know, um, if what I don't have, if what I have doesn't, you know, do it for me today or this week, then I can I can potentially go out and get what I want, you know. Um, and a lot of times we forget that we chose, you know, that person, that spouse. We said, I do. We said, this is the person that I want to be with till, you know, death do us part, so we say. But then something happens and they no longer want what they have. You know. And your 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 um your parents fifty years, right? Fifty years, yes sir. They want they want it. They continue to want what they had. Like nothing else was good enough. Nothing else could do it for them. You know, that's big. For a long time of saying, <laughs> I love you and only you. Right? Mm-hmm. That's like divorce is never an option, and I mean it. I'm not just saying it because it sounds good coming out of my mouth. You feel what I'm saying? That speaks volumes to people when they say, oh, we fell apart. We don't love each other no more. Y'all never love each other. Y'all never had it, and the foundation was built on sand. Mm. Period. Wow. That's why they. That's just why marriage is the way that it is today. It's not the way. The foundation isn't the same as fifty years ago. They ain't have what we have today. We have so many distractions, so many options. That's why I said too many options are horrible. Horrible. Because it's fogged gives you a false sense of security. Like, oh yeah, I can step out and I'm gonna be okay. You know, I can I cannot be faithful. I cannot be you know, you know, what I said I was gonna be. I could be something else and still be okay. But the reality is you you won't be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you didn't do what you said that you was gonna do. And most of us call that failure. So I take my hat off to your parents. You know, fifty years and they still kicking it? I still love you, Debbie. Still Come on, dog. They need their own talk show. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. That's good. I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it for 47 seconds. That's all we got, fellas. Yeah, we got 30 seconds left, so we'll be back at the end of the month. Um, right. I probably got one of my best topics. Now I ain't I ain't I don't know about the content, but it's one of the best topics that I've ever written, and it's an acronym. Um, 
where the letters actually stand for something. But the topic is marriage ruined my relationship. Ooh. And <laughs> you say ruin, ruling, or ruin? Ruin. That's deep. That's deep. Heavy. So heavy. And I added an S to it at the end. Marriage ruined my relationship stories. So when you break out the acronym, it's Mr. and Mrs. Holla, Joe. Wow. Happy 4th, y'all. Happy 